John Merck here and Greg Matzik broadcasting live from Pfizer Forum. It's the Bucks season opener. Yeah, we roll tonight. It's Bucks Sixers. You can hear coverage beginning on WTMJ at 6 o'clock. We're excited to be joined here in the arena by Michael Balot. He's the Bucks Senior Vice President of Ventures and Development. Michael, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. I want to ask you about what you do for a living, your department, your area of the franchise, and how it was impacted by the Dame Lillard signing. Oh, boy. You know, I I work on Deer District. I work on some of our food and beverage, retail, and there really wasn't any aspect of the team, I think, that somehow wasn't impacted. So it was a fun afternoon when the announcement went through. We immediately got everyone together called our uh, my vp of retail who's fantastic and said how can we get as many dame lillard jerseys here as quickly as possible we turned all our blank jerseys that we normally have sitting around to be made during the season and and in mixed up between the roster and they immediately went 100 percent towards dame you get nike on the phone how long is it going to take to get some more jerseys on on the deer district side you know clearly all the businesses were thrilled that means more people coming to games going to the, their businesses before and after you know, the hotel everything and um, you know we were it was just a tremendously exciting time we were talking before i think there's just there's always buzz i think since we've moved in the Pfizer form the team's been so great but there's a different buzz this year michael what happens with the jerseys of players who move on can you literally just strip the name strip the number and and do something else with it or are they just off the shelves and gone i wish it was that easy you know you can't strip the name and number off it is what it is at that point so you know you still try to liquidate and still sell the jerseys but a lot of times it's just the cost of doing business we've sold a lot of dame jerseys that luckily will um you know outweigh the risk or, or the jerseys that we can't sell anymore. So what about when you have to print the stuff because you might be going to the NBA Finals and you get a little bit of stuff in? Does it end up on kids' backs in Africa or does that not happen anymore? <laughs> uh, no, there's some of that. I mean, you know, when you go through the playoffs, there's specific moments in time where you have to, you know, hedge your bet or bet on yourself a little bit as you're going throughout the playoffs as to, you know, where you are in the series and to make sure that you get the inventory in time to be able to sell it. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of that, some calculated risk, and there's been times where, you know, we've ordered, we maybe didn't make it as far as we thought. And, and then, again, just cost of doing business. But the upside is, is so great. What I think is so interesting, Michael, is that we were talking to Dustin about this. You know, he's standing in the lunch line and refreshing Twitter, and he finds out that Damian Lillard is being <laughs> traded to the Bucks, or Giannis signs an extension. It, I think it's amazing that those in the organization tend to find out the same time that the general public does at times. Yeah, we really do, and I think basketball loves it that that's that way. Yeah, right, yeah, that was all like, secretive. Yeah, they like to keep it very tight, and you know, when I found out about Dame, I was actually over at the SSC where the players train and eat, and, and I'm rarely ever there, and I was having lunch because I had a meeting over there, and um, I, gl- I was actually with Peter, and I glanced down at my phone, and the Bleacher Report came up just like everybody else, and I kind of looked at him, and he, he kind of like gave me a little bit of wink and a nod, and and <laughs> That's it, it, it so was he kind of knew. Oh, I think yeah, I think he knew. But you know, there's a very select <laughs> amount of people that knew. I had absolutely no no clue, and um, what was you know a great moment. But you remember where you are when Giannis signed his first extension, yeah. when he signed the most recent, because um, it just changes your day to day. We're not only fans, it obviously impacts our work. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. I want to ask you about Deer District. You oversee Deer District. I'm disappointed, I'll just speak for myself, that Punchbowl Social is going to be sitting empty in there. This is a great space. It's one of the greatest spaces in the city. The way you guys have built it out and continue to build it is incredible. What's going on with that space? Why, why, why can they not make it work, and will you move on to something different? 
Do they have time to still try to get it going again? What's going on with that part of the space? So they have closed. It's recent. So you know, we're in the process of now figuring out there, um, what we're going to do. There has been interest in the space. It's a large, beautifully built space, as you mentioned. It it really, I think, is was a stellar build, something unique, um, unlike Milwaukee didn't have. But right now we're trying to figure out exactly what to do with that space. You know, um, but... The rest of the Deer District, obviously, with um, the trade, has quickly become, I think, one of the hottest, if not the hottest place in Milwaukee now. You to stay, but to, to eat. You know, no Cherville on the rooftop or craft on the first floor. And um, we have some other announcements that will be coming in the next couple weeks that we're really excited about. Uh, how about indoor pickleball courts? I, I don't know. Yes. Punchville Social, they had a lot of different games inside. And it's indoor big enough. Pickleball. Yes, we'll add that to the list. There are yeah. a lot of good ideas. And because <laughs> and some bad ones. It, it, it's, a, it's a large space, so there's space for a lot of different things. Do the Bucks own all the, those buildings? Do you, yes. in essence, rent it out? We do. We own, we own the buildings and then they're tenants, so we lease it out, yes. Uh, Michael Balad is with us. He's the Senior VP of Ventures and Development. Is possible naming rights for Deer District still something that's floating around out there? Is that an eventuality? I think that's something that we've talked about, you know, almost since the inception when we named it Deer District officially once Pfizer Forum opened. I think it was really in late 2018 when we said, here's the here's the name. Um, that's something we've been pursuing, well-documented. I know our, our sponsorship team's working on it. And, uh, yeah, there's been there's been some great interest. So, we think um, that's going to be an eventual thing that happens. Michael, can you give us a clue as to the latest development ideas? We know it's been a, a little yep. fluid, and I, I think a championship with 60,000 people in the Deer District yes. may have altered plans a little yep. bit. But where do things stand today? So we have the uh, Live Nation music venue. It's been well documented. They really rescoped it from two venues to one because mm-hmm. of construction costs and interest rates. So we're going through all the city approval process. We just got... Uh, plan commission approval last week and then we go to zoning and common council and then they'll start construction in the spring along with that we're um, pursuing another hotel that would be in conjunction and and uh, almost adjacent to the music venue and then residential while we have the 550 ultra lofts we're looking to get more people living down here and uh, that's something where we've got great progress and i think you might you might see some um, news on that in the coming weeks What's the best part about working for Peter Fagan? <laughs> oh boy, his energy is unbelievable. I mean, you know, he's got he's got a, a he's a lot of fun. He has um, unbelievable expectations, but you know that's in a, in a good thing. You know, he wants to hold us and everyone to the highest standard. And uh, yeah, his energy is contagious. You know, there isn't anyone that I can maybe compare necessarily oh this person or peter's like this guy peter's one one of one and i think that's what makes it a lot of fun to work for him I thought you're gonna say his candy drawer i think he's got a pretty good candy stash from <laughs> he, what i understand he's got a good candy stash he's got a lot of uh, good things in his office and and yeah he he keeps thing he keeps us on our toes that's for sure do you literally walk the deer district do you literally to check out what the lobby of the trade is like, what's yes. going on down here. What? How much time are you in your role in Deer District? So for every game, I kind of have the same routine. I park right across from the A-loft and then walk in, walk in, check in every business in the district. Now with the trade, this will be the first regular season Bucks game for the trade. You know, they have some teams that have already stayed there. They have some that are coming up, you know, so it's going to be add a new vibe with having players and coaches and things hanging around the district the day of. Uh, games, but I'll check almost everything out, and I'll, I'll specifically go into trade just to see, you know, what that looks like, who's going in, how busy, how are things being used. But I will say, I went on, you know, reservation system this morning just to check. Couldn't get a reservation from you know four o'clock till seven o'clock. 
um, in both their restaurants, same in the rest of the district. So, you know, it's going to be the place to be, and, and they've done a great job, and it complements the rest of what we have out here really well. It stays vibrant through a game, yeah. too, right? I mean, people just want to be in the area. Yes. If they can't get inside the arena for whatever reason, it's still a, a collection area. Yeah, definitely. I think people you'll see, especially tonight, people are obviously wanting to watch this game, watch Giannis after extension, watch Dame. And if you don't have a ticket and it's tonight's a sellout, you know, there's there's no better place to watch it than right here, and you feel like you're part of the action uh, just right across the, just right across the way. Godsey says you need to up your shoe game. I know, I know. I told you I'm changing after this, so I'm going to try. and I saw what he's got on. I'm going to try and, and beat him. Thank so, he's in marketing. All the marketing exactly, guys have yeah. good shoes. And That's he's lazy. He got yeah. dressed this morning. He isn't even changing. He probably didn't He probably didn't pay for those either. You somehow. know it. Yeah. yeah. He is Michael Pilat. He is the Bucks Senior VP of Ventures and Development. It's always fun when we get to hang out with you, Michael. Michael, thank you so much for being with us. Great. Thank you.